Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camry Widmer, and at RodeoKids.com, we believe that success is a recipe and it takes multiple ingredients to make it all mixed together so that we can get the desired result, which for many of us on this podcast are chasing those gold buckle dreams, winning whatever it is that we want to win, living the life that we want to live, and being able to do the things that we want to do. One of the most important aspects of that is having the fuel for our body through our diet and nutrition. That is one of the most important ingredients because without a proper health, then we can't get where we want to go. Our minds will be fuzzy and foggy. Our bodies won't have the strength and nutrition that they need to do the daily activities that we need to do in the practice pen and in the competition arena to be successful. And that's why we have partnered up with Bailey Cooper, Girl Health Education. Today, she explains so many cool things and she's so down to earth and her program is very user-friendly. She sets it up in a way that even I can use it and I am not a counter of macros and micros and keeping track of all these numbers and stuff. That is not for me. And Bailey has set up a program and a way to communicate with me that I get, that I understand that's simple, it's relatable, and I can implement it on a daily basis. So you are going to want to listen to this for yourselves as an adult, for you as kids, to be able to reach the highest levels that you want to reach and feel good doing it. So without further ado, here we are with Bailey Cooper. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. Before we start the podcast, we apologize for the quality of this podcast. We had some technical difficulties, but it's still worth the listen. Bailey Cooper um, is joining us tonight. I met Bailey through our other friend, Dr. Andy Wolf, who um, you guys have either heard his podcast or joined the Zoom that he was on, Uh, but he's been fantastic. And he sent me a message one day and said, hey, there's this new girl in town. She's got some really cool stuff going on with food and diet, nutrition and stuff. And I think you need to get to know her. And I was like, that would be awesome because... I believe in the whole package. I don't believe that you can just spend hours in the practice pen and become a champion. I also don't believe that you can just eat right and work out all the time and become a champion. Um, It becomes, it's all of it. It's the mind game. It's the way we prepare ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and with our diet and nutrition on top of our practice. Um, And it does sound like a lot, but we're eating all day, every day anyway, or for meals all day, uh, every day. And so, um, it's just, it's so important to learn in my eyes, what it is that we put in our body. So I was super excited to meet Bailey. Um, and we joined up and anytime you're in a situation like that, you don't really know for sure what you're getting into. Like when it comes to food and diet too, there's so many different aspects of it. Like is this girl going to try to make me count a bunch of macros and micros and all this crazy stuff that I am not going to calculate? Like, I'm just not. Is she going to make me follow this super strict diet? Um, I didn't know what she was going to have in store, but it's been awesome. And she's kept it really simple. She's made it to where 
I can eat the foods that I like to eat. I've just learned how to eat them. So um, it's been an awesome experience and I'm really excited to turn it over to Bailey so she can share more about what she does, why she does it, how she got started and all of that and what she can do for you guys. All right, go ahead, Bailey. Hey, um, I'm Bailey. I live in Lubbock, Texas right now. I'm originally from San Angelo, Texas, which is essentially West. Um, a lot of cactus there. Um, I was an athlete in when I was growing up and in high school, I ran and swam. Um, always loved horses. So that's kind of why I'm more involved in rodeo now. We never really could afford them. And then I turned 25 and bought my first horse. Um, but I barrel race now. And we have a bunch of colts. I'm married to a veterinarian, so I blame him that we can have so many horses. Um, so a little bit about my nutrition journey. Um, I, as an athlete, always noticed that, you know, nutrition was a really big aspect. I would go on runs and I'd have no energy. And I always was really struggling with fueling correctly um, and not getting fatigued or being super sore all the time. And same thing when I got to college, I ran in college and it was definitely an aspect, but I really never had a teacher or someone to help me out with that. Um, so I actually went to school to study nutrition for a really long time and understand how different foods impact the body with our energy and other nutrients that keep us from getting sick in our bones and our brain and all those things. So then I kept going to school and I lived in North Dakota for a while um, and I got my doctorate, which essentially just helps me keep being a kind of um, a study in nutrition. Um, right now with, <clears throat> excuse me, rural health education, um, my goal is essentially to bring more nutrition and have other athletes get what I didn't get in high school and college. So a lot of areas, you know, we live in small towns where we may have one doctor or one nurse, but we don't really have someone that specializes in nutrition where our doctor took tons of medical classes. I took tons of nutrition classes. So kind of different because I really focused on food more than medicine, kind of like using food as medicine. Um, so that's essentially my goal and why me and Cami met and get to work with athletes, um, worked with athletes for a really long time after I finished school. I worked with college athletes, a couple athletes that were trying to go pro, and now I get to work more with rural nutrition, um, and I also kind of bring a fun, my dad has diabetes, and so I get to understand how different medical conditions like diabetes and heart disease also are impacted by our diet, so super excited to chat with y'all and hopefully can answer a lot of questions. What's the difference about what you do? versus um, like a nutrition coach or what we see on social media? Um, and then also what about like the supplements? Mm -hmm. So it's difficult because there is so much on social media, right? And y'all are growing up in a time where we didn't have access to the web or anything. Pretty much we learned from textbooks. And so now you see so many things and you really don't know what's true and what's not true. So the difference between me and like a nutritionist or someone that mainly only sells supplements is I, my main focus is having a quality life, which means having the best life you can with the best body you can and still get to enjoy foods that do taste good. Like 
cake and ice cream at your best friend's birthday party. Um, a nutritionist doesn't, you know, they didn't go to school for a really long time that I did and get to take all the fun science classes um, that I did, super fun. Um, that's a really big difference is they didn't go to school. And a lot of that information, because they don't have the background that I do, it can be wrong. Um, another part with supplements. So it's kind of confusing because we do give like our horses and our cattle supplements that they're mainly not getting from like grass or alfalfa or things like that. Our body, we try to mainly focus just like we do our horses and our cattle or, or goats or anything else. We try to make sure they get everything from food. And then, you know, let's say we have a horse that's aging or a horse that like we just talked about has an injury. That's when we look at supplements and then make sure, you know, they're getting enough food. And then we're also going to look at like different vitamins and minerals. Um, but we always make sure that we're getting plenty and everything in a balance from food first. What I love about that is one, I'm not a supplement person. Like if I can avoid giving my horse a bunch of supplements, I want to one, because they're expensive Two, because they're excessive three, because we're already spending so much money on feed for our horses in every bag that we spend. Um, that if, if we're going to spend that money on our feed, then why doesn't it have the majority of the things that our horses need anyway, but that goes for us too. While there are so many options, um, we need to understand and learn how to get what we need from food. Uh, one, so that we can, like we were talking about injuries, that we can come back from injuries faster, but two, that we can prevent injuries by having a body that has the nutrition in it for our muscles to flex and bend. Like when I started with Bailey, I was like a two by four, like my, between my shoulder blades was super stiff. My legs were super stiff. Um, I felt like my hamstrings were going to just cut in half at any time. Um, and that's through doing workouts and stretching on a daily basis and feeling like I was taking care of myself. But what I wasn't doing was feeding myself enough or enough of the right things. Like I, I ate a lot of good food. I've never been a, a junk food person. I don't drink any pop or anything like that. But even the healthiest people, like if you eat salads all the time and only eat ice cream on Sundays, you know, they're still knowing how to ration it. Um, within two weeks, my pain and my fatigue had decreased significantly. And that has maintained since I talked to Bailey. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and things that you can, as unfortunately our horses can't talk. Um, so we can't tell, but we can't tell them verbally, but we can still see in the way that they move, but we get to talk about that kind of stuff. So, um, I'd like Bailey, if you can talk about like how you assess people to let them know mm -hmm. what it is they do and don't need. Yeah. So the easiest way, which people don't always love doing um, which Kami and I did the first time we met as I look at essentially kind of a glimpse at your whole day and what you put in your body. So we start with the very beginning of the day and we go through all the fun details. So, you know, if you had a breakfast sandwich, what kind of bread did you have? Did you have an egg? Did you have two? Um, did you drink anything with it? And then we walk through the whole entire day and in the background, I'm essentially, you know, looking at what we're doing, how much we need, and then trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, 
Do we need a little bit more vegetables, fruit, carbohydrates, which is our energy foods, all of those things. And then we essentially make a really nice plan where we're slowly adding new goals, kind of like we do, you know, with barrel racing or open or anything that we do performance wise, we're not going to just all of a sudden change every single habit that we're doing. We're going to work on one thing, you know, I'm going to work on my approach to the barrel and then I'm going to work around the backside of the barrel, right? We're going to slowly add different things. We do the same thing with nutrition and hydration. Hydration obviously is something um, super huge, especially as athletes. So we're going to talk about everything we consume and goes into our body. Um, and then, you know, how that affects our performance, our moods, all those different things, because it's definitely going to change, you know, um, how we impact, you know, how we think in school with our brain, our brain needs energy, um, how much energy we have to be active and play other sports, whether it's rodeo. And then, you know, we're going to come home and do homework. Same thing. We have to have more energy to do that. So it's all kind of a really nice glimpse, but, and then sometimes with other athletes, you know, as we kind of continue working, I do ask some athletes to give me um, a daily journal. So I'm kind of looking in your everyday, you know, and it's nice too, cause you get, I give pretty good feedback. Normally I look at every three days, um, and check, you know, maybe you just had a really rough day. Maybe you got sick. Maybe, um, you were just really stressed out or had a hard time at home. So you didn't feel good. You didn't eat the normal things. So I do check-ins that way and just see how you're doing different things to work on, but it's definitely not hey, you need to change every single thing. You're doing so bad. We have to take all of those bad foods out. That's not what it's ever going to be. Yeah, and a lot of it's all about proportion. You know, that was one thing that I would do is I would load like my mornings with a fruit smoothie. And then I would load my afternoons with like, you know, a granola bar and a sandwich, like a ham and cheese sandwich and maybe some crackers, you know, to snack on or something. And then at night, like I'd have this big steak or something like that. I mean, just an example, but I didn't have a little bit of everything along the way. And so my mind and my body was going like this all day. Like my levels weren't maintained because I was putting in different things. And also like after a hard practice, like I rode five horses today, you know, I went to the gym today and I didn't eat the right stuff. So I'll probably be sore tomorrow. Like that's the truth. Um, but the times that I have incorporated what she says, like after you work out, after you have a really hard practice, um, this is what you should eat, like yogurt or something with more protein in it. Um, and learning that kind of stuff has allowed me to be a better competitor, um, work out better, and then go to work and work all day as well and not just be totally exhausted by the end of the day. So you're doing good stuff. Great. What is one of your favorite fun facts um, about just nutrition relating to rodeo? That's a tough question. Um, just one of them. Yeah. My favorite thing right now, which I'm really excited about because I do think it will help the future of rodeo. And I've talked to girls and, you know, guys and gals about this is um, preventing injuries because, you know, or, and it doesn't have to be, you know, specifically to rodeo. Rodeo is a part of what we do, but, you know, 
being around ag and farming and ranching is probably part of our family's life too. So it's like knowing how to prevent injuries for yourself and assess injuries, which just means making sure we're recovering from injuries fast um, in rodeo and outside of rodeo is really important to me. So the faster we can recover from an injury, that means something with our horses. That means we get to have fun with them, go compete with them. Same thing with our body. Um, and then preventing injuries, that means, you know, same thing with our horses. We're wanting to have them the whole rodeo season. Same thing with our body. We're wanting to prevent, you know, any injuries the whole season. So that's probably one of my favorite things is teaching people how to work through injuries because I've done it so long with athletes and it's definitely not an if, but a when. So it's going to happen. What are we going to do and be really proactive like that? What are three simple things that we can incorporate on a daily basis to help prevent injuries? Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is making sure we're getting enough protein. Um, that's what I do when I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I essentially look at a body weight and then check to make sure we're eating enough protein. Protein for sure is our biggest one. The second one, which is really nice because it's in a lot of protein foods is zinc. So zinc was really cool if you were on, you know, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok during COVID because it really has a lot of factors, but zinc is in a lot of our beef, eggs, milk, um, and actually vegetables that are dark and leafy, kind of like spinach, but don't eat it cooked because that's gross, right? <laughs> um, and then the last thing is vitamin C. Vitamin C is in our vegetables and fruits that are orange, yellow, and red. So any of those colors, whether it's sweet potato, red pepper, um, a pineapple, vitamin C is in those foods. So they're really easy to pick out, right? You can see all the colors. Um, and it is an orange juice, obviously, too, because it's made from oranges. But there's more foods than just orange that have a lot of vitamin C. So vitamin C actually helps rebuild our, our injury. It helps cells kind of reform, which is super cool. So whether it's a bone injury um, let's say you like fell off your horse and like hit a rock and it like hurt your shoulder and you opened a wound, it would help with that skin. And it also helps with like tendons and things like that. So it's super cool. Zinc and vitamin C both do that. And then having protein, enough protein definitely helps along the way too. That's all cool stuff. What about today? What you sent me, you're talking about vitamin D. Mm hmm. So vitamin D is a really interesting vitamin because I'll do a quick quiz. Where does vitamin D come from? Does anybody know? Or how the do we side. get it? The side. Yeah. So especially because I lived in North Dakota and if you're in the winter or even if you're not, you know, winter's coming and it's going to be cold, which means you're going to spend less time outside. In the summer, we really don't have to worry about being out in the sun unless you're like always under a covered arena or always inside, right? But if, as long as you're out in the sun with, you know, a short sleeve shirt for 15 to 30 minutes in the summer, you're good to go because the summer's super, you know, sun's super bright. You're going to get enough vitamin D. But in the winter, it's cold. We layer up a lot more, even if we're outside. And we're going to be at risk because just like right now, the sun's gone down really fast. Um, so there's definitely all reasons we're not going to be in the sun. And we need to start actually taking a supplement that has vitamin D. Um, you can get vitamin D. They actually add it in milk, which is nice. So if you're drinking some milk, it does have vitamin D in it. 
doesn't have a lot, but it helps actually absorb calcium. That's why they put it in there. The there's researchers that were like, yes, we need to add it to milk. So it helps our bones. Um, but we do need to definitely look at a supplement, whether it's a little small or big, depending on kind of our body size, but it's a really big deal getting enough vitamin D. If you're moody in the winter, that's a cause of vitamin D deficiency. Deficiency just means we don't have enough. Um, if you are really super fatigued, like you're crazy sore all the time, that's a cause for vitamin D deficiency. Um, and then actually if you're getting sick a lot, that's another reason you could be getting not enough vitamin D. So it's super important during the winter. Um, that's kind of, if you've ever heard of like the seasonal, you know, winter blues or seasonal depression, that's a really big issue that can happen. Um, and it's hard because sometimes you really don't notice it and February hits and it's the worst month in the winter. And you're like, man, I'm just angry. And a lot of it could be vitamin D, but some of it could be because of the giant snow drifts. Right. So there's definitely <laughs> both reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And then those are things that like, we don't think about. I mean, obviously, you know, I think about even my fiance is like, ah, oh, it's just so cold right now, you know, and it, you, you let that stuff and you think, oh, it's just, it's all mental. Like it's, it's because it's cold. It's because it's snowy. It's because it's muddy. It's because of this or that. Uh, but it's really hard it's for those of us who aren't educated in this department to realize that actually we are having deficiencies during different times of the year and maybe surpluses other times of the year um, that we get to learn about so that we can maintain um, our activity level, our moods, um, all that good stuff. Um, another thing, like we have all girls on here, uh, hormones like learning how to control our hormones, because that was, we talk about moods, you know, that comes into play, you know, about mm -hmm. 12 times a year. And so can you talk just briefly about that too? The thing, which, I, you know, all of us experience it and it's a terrible, terrible week. However, the biggest concern we always have during our, you know, menstrual cycle, because we're losing so much blood we actually could be really low in iron during that week. And that could cause, you know, if we're not eating enough iron foods in general, iron foods are in all of our animal meats and eggs. And so if we're not eating enough of those in general, and then we're having this week on top of it where we're losing more iron. So iron's really cool in the body. It actually helps um, connect red blood cells and make red blood cells and get enough oxygen in our body. So if you feel like, man, I'm really pale all the time, or I feel like I could pass out and you're just standing, that could be a sign that you're like, man, I need to check with the doctor and make sure I have enough iron. Um, so you definitely, you know, if you're super low, you can always take a supplement, but making sure we're getting enough iron foods really important. So meats are one. The another interesting part, probably my favorite, because it's kind of some cool chemistry, uh, all of our leafy greens have tons of iron, but we're not cows and we don't have multiple stomachs. So breaking down that iron is really hard because it has so much fiber, right? Think of like a stock of a spinach. So if we have vitamin C when we're eating that spinach or kale, or, you know, think of like a smoothie and we add vitamin C, we add a fruit that actually helps break down and helps our body absorb the iron. So that's definitely probably for sure the biggest issue during that week is could be iron. 
um, cause we're so losing so much blood and it really, you know, it may be not feel like a lot, but it definitely is more, you know, guys don't have to ever lose blood. Um, and you know, as women, we definitely are at risk and that's pretty, for sure the biggest one. Um, and actually an interesting fact, if our moms had us, you know, cause we grow inside of our mom, if our moms had us with low iron. That means we already are born with low iron just because maybe she didn't get to eat enough. So we always got to make sure as women we're eating enough. Um, it's a fun word. It's called hemoglobin iron and heme iron. And it just means it has lots of iron in it. So beef, um, pork actually is a good source of iron chicken. So making sure, you know, even if you don't like it, making sure that you're getting that at your meals. Um, and really if it's a food, maybe you don't like trying to get iron, even if it's just eggs. Hmm. Okay. What are some things that like a youth, like that youth want to do versus adults to stay healthy? Mm. Um, I actually could say that adults do this too. And it's caffeine are probably the biggest <laughs> Caffeine um, is a drug, which, it, you know, we drink it every day and it does have effects on our body, right? It gives us energy. Um, a little caffeine, like one to two cups, I mean, caffeine, a little bit of coffee or an energy drink in small amounts, that's fine. Kind of like a piece of candy or a couple, you know, Halloween, you had a couple pieces of candy. That's not going to hurt your body. Um, but if you're eat, drinking it in large amounts from an energy drink, a coffee drink, a Starbucks, whatever it is, that's when we're going to have issues because we're actually going to cause a lot of issues with our gut. Our gut reacts to caffeine. It says, oh man, we need to be super hyperactive. So think of that horse or the cow that's like really energetic and won't calm down. That's kind of what our gut does with caffeine. Um, it also kind of makes our heart beat faster than it needs to, which is really scary. Um, that's why if kids, you know, if you're drinking an energy drink on an empty stomach, then your body will overreact to that and your heart will not be happy because there's no food to help slow that caffeine absorption down. So caffeine for sure is the biggest. Um, the other thing I do notice is because we're so busy, you know, with a billion things we have going on in our day, and a lot of teachers don't like that we eat in class. A lot of kids don't get to eat enough through the day, you know, especially if you're one that doesn't like mornings, you don't want to eat breakfast, and then you have to wait all the way until lunch. Well, you haven't ate all day, so you're not hungry at lunch. And then you get to afternoon, you know, practice or rodeo or whatever it is, and you're like, well, I guess I'll eat a honey bun and a Snickers and a Coke because they're super hungry. So that's kind of what happens. We let our body calm down and we're starving. And so that definitely can happen a lot as we grow. Um, and as we grow, you know, we're all girls. Normally we stop growing around 18. Um, boys actually grow until they're 24. So they're a little different than us, but especially as they're growing into adulthood and then, you know, even into our twenties, our bodies change because we're women and that's what our bodies do. Um, but we have to make sure we're eating enough to really help us grow and get enough energy because our body can't do both. It'll always grow first and it won't give us energy. So we have to make sure we're always making sure I'm going to grow with this food. I'm going to get enough energy because it'll definitely choose to grow first. Yeah. Sierra, go ahead and ask your question. This goes right into what we were just talking about. So 
My question is, how many hours apart should I space my meals? Mm -hmm. um, normally, we want to at least be eating every four hours. Okay, so think if I eat my breakfast around seven, hopefully I'm eating my next thing, even if it's snack around 11. Um, but if you're like, man, I really am so hungry all the time. You could even make small meals and snacks and eat around every three hours. So it kind of depends. We, as people, our bodies definitely tell us something. Kind of like we were just talking about, our horses can't talk to us, but we definitely know when something's up. Our bodies do the same thing. It talks to us, but it doesn't use words. So if I'm super hungry all the time or I'm crashing at the end of the day, I'm like, man, something's for sure going on, right? So we for sure have to listen to what our body's telling us. It's called mindfulness, which we can do in other aspects, but with nutrition, it definitely helps. So it's listening to when I'm hungry and I need to eat and I need to make sure I'm eating balanced so I'm not hungry really fast. Like if I were just to eat a straight candy bar when I'm hungry, like a Starburst, you're going to be hungry really fast because that's not balanced. Um, but if you eat balanced where it's like, a, you know, a cup of yogurt and granola and strawberries, that's balanced. So it's going to keep us full. We need to listen to when we're full. So we're not overeating our body. And then we kind of feel like our stomach's upset. So that's why kind of like Cami was saying, we want to have a nice, slow, steady where our body feels full and it's not going this highs and lows and the crash course of the ocean. It's just really easy. When it comes to preparing for like, say the day before we're going to go to a rodeo. Um, and we have, you know, we want to win. We have big goals, big dreams, big aspirations. We're just starting to figure out this nutrition deal. We've just joined your program. So we're still new to it. Um, how do we, what are just some simple things that they can do to prepare themselves for a big weekend? Mm -hmm. So really, I guess it's the whole weekend, but we'll start, let's say you're competing on Saturday, you made the performance, right? Or let's say it's Friday, you're doing the slack, right? We'll just start with there. So you want to eat a meal about four hours before you're performing. That helps our gut stay calm. What you want in that meal is a protein, let's say like a piece of chicken that's about the size of our palm, okay? Or about this deck of cards if you have really tiny hands. Okay, and then you want some sort of good carbohydrate. And it doesn't have to be this crazy giant, I'm carving up for a marathon race. You can have a little bit like rice and then maybe some green beans or one vegetable on the side. It doesn't have to be this crazy big meal. Um, adding a fruit would always be really great. Like maybe having a small, you know, half cup of strawberries or blueberries or even like the apples we were talking about but making sure I'm getting energy foods from fruits and grains like cereal and rice and potatoes. I'm getting a protein from animals. And then I'm getting some sort of vegetable around four hours before the slack. If you are, you know, sometimes rodeos or barrel races or play days, anything can go really long. And sometimes the time changes, right? Where you're like, okay, this was four hours before, but now it's six to eight hours before. Make sure you're eating a snack. But actually, when we get closer to when we're doing our event, we actually want it to be really just carbohydrates, okay? So it can be same thing, like a little applesauce, graham crackers, um, something that's going to keep our stomach calm, pretzels, but it's not going to make us super full, but not feel like our gut's really empty. So it won't kind of make all those nervous churning. Um, 
So we want to do that around 30 minutes before we do our event, um, especially because most of our events, especially if they're timed, we're going to go in and out really fast. So about 30 minutes before we go is always good to have a little something in our in our bellies. Good. That's good advice. I like that. What happens, um, like, let's talk about electrolytes, because that's something else that we hear a lot about, especially with our horses, you know, barrel racer land, um, electrolytes, electrolytes, electrolytes. But I don't feel like it's talked about or really understood enough. Like the way that you've explained it has helped me understand it on a deeper level. Um, so I think that would be a good subject to chat about too. Okay. So electrolytes are really cool. They actually are in our foods, but um, the electrolytes we get and the, our horses get are actually the same thing. That's why if we went and licked a salt block, we would be fine. I'm kidding. Please don't do that. Um, but our electrolytes help us have the water that we drink and then it helps our body absorb the water okay so if we're doing that that's going to help our muscles and our brain stay hydrated so we can get it from some foods so think like table salt or um you know salty pretzels or salty peanuts things like that so what that helps is it helps absorb the water in our gut okay so if we've ever experienced kind of like that super sloshy, like I drink, I chug water, but it's not absorbing, that's because I don't have enough electrolytes. So ways we can get electrolytes is by getting it in our things like Gatorade source, um, but other electrolytes that don't have energy like Gatorade, like our Propel doesn't have any energy in it and just has electrolytes. So if you're like, man, I drink water all day long, but I still feel like I'm not hydrated. One way to know if you're hydrated is kind of silly. Um, and I've told this to all ages, so it does make sense. Um, but it's the pee, the color of our pee. So we want it to be around a lemonade color, which sounds kind of silly. But the reason we look at that and we don't say, hey, you need an exact amount of water every single day is to because our water needs change, right? If we're working outside in the summer, we're sweating all day, we're gonna need a lot of water. In the winter, we actually need, especially in the middle of winter, we need the same amount of water, but it doesn't feel like we do because we're not sweating, we're not really hot. So our bodies actually help us regulate temperature and it's how we do it with water. So if we're not having enough water in the winter, we're gonna be dehydrated, same thing. So if you're like super clear pee all the time, that means you're not getting enough electrolytes. If you're darker than lemonade pee color, that means you're not getting enough water and you're not getting enough electrolytes. So you have to make sure you're getting both. Sometimes we can get it just enough through our food. You know, if you add a little table salt to your food at dinner, you should be fine. But if you're like, I'm super sloshy all the time or you're sweating more, you're definitely gonna need some electrolytes. Now that's really important to know. And where can they get electrolytes from? And what are they? Like what actually mm -hmm. is an electrolyte? So an electrolyte is a mineral, which is kind of cool. So think like our chemistry class or a science class. Um, so salt, phosphorus is one. That's kind of a long one. Um, potassium, we actually can get those in bananas and uh, all of our root vegetables. So think like potatoes. Um, and then our other electrolytes, we can get table salts, one of them. Other sources are gonna be like our supplements, but they're powders, so it's different because we might not be able to get them enough in our foods 
we've had a really busy day or we're trying to drink, drink, drink water, but it really is not working. We need help absorbing that. So things like Propel work really well. Um, other supplement companies, you know, like Liquid IV is really popular and that has extra vitamins. So that's not bad, but we want to make sure we're balancing water with electrolytes. Okay. So we don't want to just chug Propel all day long and we don't want to just chug water all day long. So especially if you're like, man, I'm going to a rodeo, I'm going to be super, super active today. You want to drink one water bottle and then run one Propel and then see how you feel and then drink another water bottle. And if you feel like you need another Propel, you can do another. So you're definitely going to have to monitor how you're feeling, what color pee you have, which sounds kind of silly, but it works because our water needs change every single day. But that will help you know, hey, I need to get more water. Or I need to get more electrolytes. What is the difference between drinking like Propel and Gatorade? Mm -hmm. So Gatorade has energy. So think they essentially, um, there was some really cool scientists in Florida. And that's why it's called Gatorade because it was made at the University of Florida. So it's kind of a weird, weird fact about Gatorade. But they were finding out that if they gave electrolytes to players, they were still cramping. So that's why we need both energy and electrolytes when we're active. But for us, and I kind of like what I explained at the beginning, we can get a lot of food first snacks because we're not a football player that's going to be out on the field for four hours straight, right? Our events are a little shorter and we have more time on our hands. So that's why we have time to eat some pretzels and drink some water and get some propelled that doesn't have energy. Gatorade has energy in it. It's kind of in the form of sugar, which all of our energy foods essentially are sugar, which sounds kind of weird, but that's what they are. And then Propel does not have that. It just has straight electrolytes, which help us absorb the water and actually help our muscles move faster. Was there a difference between um, like what a bull rider or like a rough stock rider should eat versus a timed event person? Yes and yes and no. There's a difference. Um, mainly because, you know, you think of the event difference and there's a really big high, high injury risk on the fact that we're like getting thrown off a bull compared to if I'm trying to sit square in my saddle and be really strong. There is a little bit of a difference. Um, and it really kind of depends on what all events you do, right? If you do go tie and barrel racing and you break away, that's going to be a lot different if you just barrel race. So my biggest thing, I want to make sure you have enough energy to do all of those events. So that's my biggest thing I'm going to look at. Same thing with stock riders. Some stock riders, you know, if they do high school stock riding, they might try to do everything because they're not into college. They're not into pro rodeo yet. And so, you know, kind of as you continue along, maybe you focus on an event first. Um, but it, for the most part, we're always going to so the first thing we're always going to look at is making sure it's a really long word, but it's macronutrients. Macro just means big, right? So the way we get macronutrients is through protein, like our animal foods that helps with our muscle and all of our skin cells. Another word called carbohydrates, which we've probably seen before. Those are all of our energy foods. I'm going to make sure you're getting enough of those and we're doing it in a balanced way. So we're getting it from lots of different carbohydrates. Fruit has carbohydrates, but we don't need to eat. Every meal needs to be fruit. And we need to have starches like potatoes and grains like whole wheat bread, rice. Um, trying to think of the other grains because that's the, oh, cereal, oatmeal, all of those are grains. 
And then the last one is kind of silly because fat kind of gets a bad rap, but we actually need to make sure we're getting enough fat. Um, fat actually helps protect our body. So think if you were essentially like a bony skeleton with no fat and you fell off your horse, you would get hurt really bad. Fat actually helps protect all of our organs and our muscle. That's why we do have fat on the outside of our body. And it actually helps us stay temperature wise at a really good rate. Otherwise, we went outside in the winter, we could layer up all day long, but if we didn't have any fat on our body, we would be super cold, right? So we do get a little bit of fat. Fat foods um, are in some animals. So think of like beef, like the white part we see in beef, um, but there's good fats that are in plants. Think of like olive oil, nuts, um, avocados. All of those are fats that really help our body and they actually help our heart and our brain too. So they're kind of cool. But we're always gonna make sure we have those first. And then the next step, depending on our event, we're gonna make sure we get micro, which just means small, all of our micronutrients depending on our event. So if we're injured, we're gonna look at different micronutrients than if we're healthy and we're trying to prevent injury or to stay healthy and be a better performer. Good to know, good stuff. Well, we are into like the last 10 minutes. So I would love for you to talk about um, like what your services are and mm -hmm. what comes with all of that, how that works. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of different ways. Um, we can meet one-on-one. -on -one. It's kind of a, a cool thing. It's called a consult and it, or a big word called an assessment. That means I just look at what you eat and we make a plan, okay? Um, another thing is you were like, you know, I really wanna dive in. I wanna do a first meeting and then I'm gonna do a couple weeks, work on some habits we talked about and then I'm gonna meet again, okay? That's one thing. The cool thing, if you do even just one consult with me, um, you're going to get a lot of handouts I have that you can look on your phone and go in your trailer and you're going to have everything you need to know for nutrition. So it's going to walk with you a balanced breakdown of what you need to eat through the day, examples of all those foods. And then I actually have created a trailer package nutrition. So when you're out on the road, you're like, mom, I have my list. This is what we need to pack in the trailer. So it's gonna have a list of dry goods, everything you need to pack, think of your hay. That's what you're doing for your body. You're packing your hay, you're packing your dry goods. The next thing is packing our cooler. So a lot of our protein items, they all have to be in the cooler. So dairy and all of our meats, they need to be in the cooler. So I've created a cooler list. I created a list of good things to eat on the road if you're at a truck stop. And then I've provided a lot of example meals if you're like, man, eating in the trailer is really hard. I just want to go to the concession stand and eat whatever they have. But if you pack early, kind of like we do with our horses, we couldn't get a rodeo and not feed them. We have to plan in advance. So we got to make sure we pack enough for ourselves. And I gave, um, there's four meals for each breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you essentially like have 12 meals to pick from. Even if you're like, man, I don't really love that meal option, but here's another example. It would be really good. So you get all of those if you do one consult for me. Um, and then if you're really wanting to dive forward, then we could do like a full month plan where you can text me and be like, hey, I'm going to all these rodeos. Will you help me? You know, I'm trying to pick something at lunch. What's a good idea? Um, obviously we have to check with your parents first, make sure they're okay with you talking to me. Um, but it doesn't have to be all the time, but like Kimmy and I do a couple check-ins during the week just to make sure she feels good and we have enough energy. Um, you know, sometimes it's really hard when we start thinking about being healthy and 
you know, maybe avoiding a cookie because I want to make sure I'm getting high energy foods first from like fruit. Sometimes we actually can lose some weight because maybe we were eating a ton of those foods that we didn't know really needed. So I make sure we're not losing weight. We're eating enough of those good foods and then making sure that we're enjoying a lot of the foods we like, even if it's, you know, something sweet or, you know, a treat like chips or a piece of candy or a cookie or ice cream or something like that. But that's kind of what I do. If you're like, man, I really, um, we're just kind of working with our horses and that's not really something I'm interested in. You actually can buy the whole nutrition package without needing me and it's $25. So that's a little easier, but it's, you have it to use. You can use it. You know, we talked, you kind of have an idea of what you want to do and then you can use that on the road. So that's always nice too. Um, social media. Some people followed me today. I always kind of post stuff throughout the week of different ideas of what to do as far as nutrition goes. So that's always free and available. But yeah, and the what Bailey has done for me, which has been amazing, <laughs> is she created like I think I did a month's worth of meal plans. And so from that, I got to learn like kind of how to balance my meals. And so like I I used it and I stuck to it for the most part for the first month. Um, it, but from that, I was able to like, now I can go to the grocery store and I have a much better idea as to what I need to put together in each meal. Um, and then I also like, I printed them all off myself. I put them in a binder so that when it's time for me to like reassess it, when I get too far gone and I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm not doing this right anymore. Then I can go back to that information be like, okay, here was that month's meal plan. Let's go back to this kind of meal. Um, and that's been really helpful to me because like I said before, I always ate healthy, but I didn't eat correct. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how healthy you are, if you're not putting the right foods in at the right places. So that was really, really helpful to me. And then those checklists, um, she created a grocery list at one point in time that went right along with the meals. And then she's also able to provide recipes for stuff. Um, if you're like, I've never had that before. What's the best recipe? Because there's so many different recipes for each thing. Thanks to the World Wide web that she can get you one that um, tastes good. Number one. Um, and number two, that has all of the stuff that she says needs to go in it, in it. And again, guys, like my favorite part about this is that I didn't have to quit eating all of the food. I didn't go on this big diet where I had to count every single point and keep track of every single thing. And I didn't have to like eliminate everything that I enjoy. And like, I can still eat an Oreo sometimes, you know, it's not like that. I mean, maybe some of you ate your entire bag of candy after Halloween. So you might need to back her down a little bit, but for the <laughs> most part, um, you know, she's understanding of the lifestyle. She's understanding of agriculture, of being busy, of being on the road. And so she's really been able to create a plan, um, that is doable and it's enjoyable. So, yeah. So where can they find you? So a couple of ways, um, easiest way to get in touch. Cause it goes straight to my website is either Instagram or Facebook. And it's both of them. You can look up, you know, the search bar is rule, R-U-R-A-L dot health dot education for both Instagram and Facebook. And then my website has prices of what everything is. Um, if you see something and you're like, man, that price is super expensive. 
always work with you on prices, you know, even if you need to pay once a month or whatever it is. Um, but just, you know, similar to kind of other things that we do with like our trainers or our coaches, um, it's kind of, you know, I'll definitely work with you, but I'm not hidden on what I charge. Uh, but I really try to make sure all of my athletes and everyone has the best experience and doesn't have to use me forever. Right. It's not like supplements. You got to keep rebuying. I want you to feel confident and feel like, Hey, I learned a lot this month. And this was really good for me as I go into my rodeo season or my off season as I'm working mm -hmm. on stuff. Um, so there's definitely a lot of options. Um, but you can always start, you know, if you're like, man, I'm even, this is kind of overwhelming for me start with some of my social media and then try to do, you know, just a little thing every day and be like, you know what, I really want to work on the next step, whatever that would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she also like when you are part of her program, um, like I have an app on my phone that I downloaded and it's been great. Like I just go to it's better health and I can click on it. I can enter my journals every day. So she knows how I'm feeling. I can enter the food that I ate and what's cool about that is that like you just type in the food that you eat and how much of it you ate and then it automatically calculates like how much protein you had and how many carbohydrates and how much fat. And so you can see an approximation, obviously it doesn't know exactly what you ate, but um, it's got an approximation of how much you're eating of everything. And like, it's been really cool for me because I've learned like, wow, like I didn't realize so many foods had fat in them. And so I told Bailey that I was like, I feel like I'm eating pretty healthy, but like my fat ratio is still so high. She, so she put together a list and sent me a list of things that are fatty and things that, you know, I can replace those fatty foods with, um, with carbs or protein instead of so much fat. So she's been awesome to work with. Um, she wants to see you guys succeed. You know, sure. Her, her goal isn't just about you guys, you know, going and buying her program. It's about you guys learning so that you can be healthier so that you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve both inside and outside of the arena. So she's a great person to have on your team. I know every single one of you are aggressive competitors. I know you all want to win the big buckles and I know that you want to be champions. And so this is just one step that's going to set you apart from the other people who aren't taking this stuff seriously and who get tired and worn out at the rodeo. And on Sunday, when it's the last event, you guys are going to be able to power through because you got the right food in your system. Yes. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us, Bailey. This is so valuable and always full of good information. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a great Sunday. Thanks, Bailey. for tuning in to the rodeokids.com podcast as always we appreciate you and we hope that you appreciate us too you can show us by sharing the love sharing how thankful you are with us uh, by giving us a follow you know give us a follow tell your friends share the podcast let them know about what bailey has to offer and about what rodeokids.com has to offer because as we said in the beginning and it's fitting for the podcast that success is a recipe and we want to help you guys be successful both inside and outside of the arena and that's why rodeokids.com has lots of different ingredients on the website head on over there if you are interested in scheduling a rodeo kids clinic near you check out the new page
page that we just created that has all the information about how you can make that happen. Again, that's on rodeokids.com. Just look under the clinics and coaching page. Have a great day, everybody. Safe travels, good luck, and God bless.